At a time drug companies are looking for new answers when it comes to developing new products and having a difficult time, the pharmaceutical industry may be on the verge of a different tact, turning to physicians and their advocacy organizations for patient needs. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM Channel 157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter for the Chicago Tribune, and with me today is Jeffrey Aronin, who's the president and CEO of Ovation Pharmaceuticals in Deerfield, Illinois. Prior to founding Ovation in 2000, Mr. Ronan led Medcare Technologies, a publicly traded healthcare company, where he served as chairman, CEO, and president. Mr. Ronan, welcome to ReachMD. Uh, pleased to be here, Bruce. Well, Ovation, we know, has a very interesting model in the fact that it is selling and developing products, uh, drugs, for very complex diseases that few are focused on. But also you have an interesting tact in how you work with the physician community. If you could tell us a little bit about what the traditional model is that I'm sure some of our listeners may know about and perhaps where Ovation is different. We have taken more of a collaborative nature. Now, while certainly drug development requires a lot of physician interaction in the development process, and it really is one of working together and making sure drugs are being developed and the clinical trials with the FDA process, et cetera, what we've done is we've involved physicians in our process much earlier on and, and at the end as well. And how we've done that is we work with not only patient advocacy groups, but physician advocacy in developing, identifying products early on. So many of the drugs which we have developed, have taken through the development process, have come from physicians' ideas and recommendations. And as well, we have used physicians to help us in the development process as we design our clinical trials as well as at the end, once a drug is approved, we work very closely with advocacy and making sure that we can educate patients and working with physicians in the best ways to do that. So it's been throughout the process of, of the drug's life, we've worked with physicians and continue to do that. Well, could you give us an example? Because that is an interesting approach. I mean, I'm a doctor out in the field, and, and I know you have products in the central nervous system, and I'm treating an epileptic seizure, but I just don't have anything. And you're sitting there thinking, and, and I'm not sure if this is how it works, but you're a doctor and then you somehow find ovation and they come to you and they say, hey, we could use a drug to treat this. Is, is it that simple? Or could you give us a little idea? Because there may be physicians, healthcare professionals out there listening today that might have something for you. Well, we have many examples, but just one would be more than five years ago, several leading child epilepsy thought leaders urged us to acquire a highly promising drug for infantile spasms, which is a rare, rare disease in epilepsy, rare form of epilepsy. In 2004, we took up this cause, and we acquired the North American rights to a drug which was approved outside the U.S. but not approved here, and we began working with leading pediatric neurologists to create a clinical trial to complete the development programs for this approval in the United States. Through the years, Ovation dealt with countless development challenges, and we persevered 
And a lot of this was because of the support of, of the physicians who kept telling us how highly needed this was. And guided by you know, this belief that there's a chance to eliminate seizures for these babies who suffer up to 100 seizures a day, the company, we decided we're going to do whatever we can do. This certainly was not going to be and is not going to be one of our biggest drugs, but it was important to the physician groups and important to the patients. What was the name of this drug? Sabril. The drug, which is now available outside the U.S., we expect to be available here in the United States within the next 9 to 12 months. And who had that drug? And also, was it just the, a, a case where this company either didn't have the ability to market it or it just wasn't a priority for them? Well, it's, it's an interesting question. This is a product that was developed by a very small drug company at the time, which merged with a much larger company, that which was a Venice, and since has merged with an even bigger company, Sanofi. Now, Sanofi, certainly, there's good news that they've gotten to a much larger size because developing drugs is very expensive, on average, a billion dollars in 10 years. And they need the resources and the size, the scale to be able to do that. But what happened was a drug like Sabril, which was approved outside the U.S., as they went through the process, what had happened was they recognized that there was some, some clinical challenges, and they also recognized that this was not going to be a blockbuster, a very large drug because of some of the potential side effects, but it was a very important drug for some of these real high need markets. But it didn't quite, wasn't quite large enough once it merged to meet the threshold of a drug that needed to be developed. So given the expense and the challenges to develop it, the fact that it wasn't going to be a blockbuster-sized drug, and now it was with a larger company rather than a smaller one, it was put on the shelf. And we went to approach the company to acquire the rights to then do the development work and the investment into it, because that's usually the hardest, the most expensive part of getting a drug to market is the clinical trials. We approached them with the physician groups, with the patient advocacy groups, and we were able to get this product. And we have now taken it to the final steps of approval. This is just one example of, you know, we have over, well over 20 drugs in 87 countries around the world. This is the type of work that we're doing with physicians. And we're very pleased because there's so many in this product. There's neurologists who have really committed their life to these type of patients, these very difficult patients, and we're pleased that we can do something to help them and work with them. Well, if you're just joining us, or even if you're new to our channel, you're listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson of the Chicago Tribune, and joining me today is Jeffrey Aronin. He's the chairman and CEO of Ovation Pharmaceuticals, which is a company that is carved out a niche in the fact that they are developing drugs that often 
are not your blockbuster types that you would hear in statins or heartburn drugs and, and other things like that, but they're developing products that might be treating rare conditions or even drugs that big pharma didn't have the time or effort to pay attention to. And we were talking about a drug called Sabril that is a drug that goes to a defined group of patients and how they came on to that was the physician community. The physician community approached the company and they knew about this drug. And how close are physicians in the United States from getting this drug? And also, I should ask, where is it approved today? The drug is approved in Europe, many countries throughout Europe. And unfortunately, patients in the United States have been unable to get this. It's not approved by the FDA. And we've done the work and hopefully will be approved soon and those patients will be able to get this product because the, the differences of these patients' lifestyle is just tremendous. And this is one example. I mean, we found that the relationships and collaboration we've had with physicians really is a win-win. It's patients get the products and information they need to be treated effectively. Physicians have the therapies available that they need to treat these patients, and it's really worked out well. So we've continued to have opportunities where we sit down with physicians and advocacy organizations to understand their needs, objectives, and gain a thorough appreciation for their point of view, not only for drugs that we are not approved in the U.S., but several times we've been approached by physicians with drugs that we currently have on the market that have requested to do physician-initiated trials for indications that are different than the currently approved. And they've actually been able to, they found markets or opportunities, patients that could benefit from the disease. We have then taken that and under FDA guidelines, gone ahead and tried to get the drug approved in those markets. Well, and that's actually interesting because if you actually have physicians out there who know that, I'm guessing that if I'm a physician and I go to a medical meeting in Europe and I find out about your drug Sabril that treats a rare epileptic condition and then you find out you can't even use the drug in the United States, that's probably how they would come to you. My guess is, is if they knew that a drug was being studied or available in another country, in fact, they could come to you and say, hey, guys, this might be something you want to look at. That's exactly the case. And since we've developed these relationships with advocacy and physician groups in, in these specialties that we've been working in for many years, physicians now have this open dialogue with us where they do come to us. And they'll tell us, listen, we know that this drug is being used in this one type of cancer, but we're using it in this other type, and we think you should do the trials and get it approved so that we can have that drug available and have this specific work done so that we have more information in this area. And that's exactly the type of thing we're doing. Are there certain other areas or certain other products that you could tell us about that, that was an idea from a physician group? Well, you know, for example, we have a drug that recently was approved for patients in the neonatology area, which is PDA. This drug is now being tried in patients with cystic fibrosis. It's a new area, but physicians who treat patients with cystic fibrosis have thought this would be a good area. They've asked us to look into a new delivery technology to make sure they can get it to the patients better 
And that's what we're doing. So it's this collaboration that has really been a win-win for patients. Another area is we have a drug called panhematin, which is for porphyria, AIP. This drug was being tried by a physician hematologist who approached us and said, this is a drug that we believe will be a great drug for MDS. And now we're doing trials in MDS with this drug. So it's been this collaboration and this openness to speak with physicians and and talk to them has really benefited our organization. And I believe it's benefited the physicians as well as the patient groups. Well, with that, I'd like to thank Jeffrey Aronin, who's been our guest. And physicians, if you're listening out there and you know of a drug that's fallen to the wayside from another company or a something you've heard about in another medical meeting and you think it should be developed, you might want to give Jeffrey Aronin at Ovation Pharmaceuticals a call. I'm Bruce Japson of the Chicago Tribune, and you've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD. XM157, the channel for medical professionals. We welcome your comments and questions about today's show through our website at reachmd.com, which now features our entire medical show library in on-demand podcasts. And I would like to thank you today for listening.